Christian Cargill Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiations Bible style. The USA in your Chevrolet, America is asking you to call. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. We are so glad you joined us today. <laughs> I am your host, Robbie Dillmore. We got Bob Young, our Christian junkyard guy, with us today. And and last Saturday, I got an email from a listener, and it said, Robbie, could you please send me send me the story of how you turned an American car dealership around by serving people? My wife heard your testimony on the radio, and I'd like to hear it as well. Well, that email inspired me because. I'd briefly told that story, but I'd never published it. So this week, I wrote the whole story, and I published it at ChristianCarGuy.com, of course. And I want to springboard from that story along with some other things I want to do on today's show, like with the rising gas prices. I've updated our Robbie's Top 10 Gas Savers for 2016. We're going to share those. And, of course, because the theme of this show is going to be you know, really helping people, and so I want to play a little name game with you. If you've never had a chance to name your car before, we're going to do that today and play the name game with a car name generator like we've done many times here on A Christian Car Guy. Even get you a gift certificate. Uh, not a gift certificate, a birth certificate. <laughs> it's like a gift certificate of birth uh, for your car. Uh, this is a live show, so you call us, 866 Seven eight eight four. We're going to be playing the name game very shortly. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. And Bob, I've I've got to share this story to kind of set it up, you know, to for the whole helping thing. Helping's um, looked at it a lot of different ways, and sometimes we think of helping as with with just being kind and sweet and and just loving on somebody. But sometimes the best help we can give someone. It's some really tough love, and um, I've experienced that in my past, and uh, and I've experienced it on a, a daily basis. Sometimes to help somebody grow, we kind of have to switch their legs a little bit, and uh, kind of like when uh, many times that God switched my legs to uh, help me grow a little closer to him. So we're going to hear about that, too, from Bob's perspective, but I do want to go back to this story that the listener was referring to in the email. And I'm not exactly sure when I shared it on the air, but I've never shared it in this, this many details as I'm going to share it right now is I had started out in the car business, actually washing cars and changing oil and sweeping the floor and doing undercoating and, you know, just at the very bottom of the rung. And over a period of 22 years, I'd worked in almost every position in a dealership, except I was never office manager, but I was certainly a finance manager, certainly a salesman, certainly a mechanic, certainly all these different roles where I finally, in 1971, got my shot to be a general manager. And they made me the, I worked for the Crown Organization out of Greensboro, North Carolina with Royce Reynolds. And I became the general manager of Crown Dodge, which was, oh man, I finally, had, I made it. I've arrived. <laughs> Your ship has come in. 
Well, that just so happened to happen in January of 1991. And if you remember in world history, January of 1991 is when we went from whatever to Operation Desert Storm and they started an invade and, and all of a sudden people weren't thinking about buying cars. They were thinking about what was going on. And so what was Operation Desert Storm for the rest of the world was Operation Perfect Storm in Robbie's world <laughs> because not only were we not selling any cars, but my predecessor who had had the store before he left, he had got a chance to buy his own store, but he had taken every single kind of slow selling Dodge on purpose because he could get a lot of incentive money. And he left me with what was over a 300 day supply of cars, which for those in the car business know that that's like the kiss of death. We had all this stuff we were paying interest on all these cars and they were like Dodge Monaco's Bob and they were Plymouth Sundays. I mean, these were not cars that were known for just selling really fast hot items no <laughs> and they were all sitting there basically munching on the floor pan interest like it was grass out there so those were my excuses anyway and i you know i had them all tied under my hood so to speak but by october you know the, the boss was running you know patience was running thin and i really thought that we we're going to lose it and about the 11th of october i can clearly remember it was a friday I could, I knew that patience was running out. We had about 15 cars out. We were supposed to sell a hundred that month to even break even, I believe. And I get my customer satisfaction index letter. Now that may not seem like a big deal to a lot of folks, but if you're in the car business, you know that you get what a, all these surveys that go out to your customers and Chrysler themselves are the one doing the surveys and it comes back and they index that with what they call a CSI or customer satisfaction index. And the way that Chrysler did that in 1971 is it was on a 4.0 scale like you graded in high school. Well, the challenge was that my letter that day said 1.2, which was a solid F minus bomb. Just hitting it out of the park. Huh? <laughs> which meant like certain death if you're a general manager because in order to get franchises with Chrysler or to keep your franchise, you had to keep your customer satisfaction index above a certain level. And so obviously not only were we not selling cars, but our customers were just totally dis dissatisfied. So I was not a Christian at this point, Bob, I was about as heathen as you could get car salesman been in the, you know, all these years in the car business. And I had no answers, but my wife, before I married her, made me promise to go to church with me, and, and, and she took me to this church for one, or maybe we went six times, I don't know, but not many times. And I had heard this sermon on this prayer where you didn't tell God what you needed, but you listened. And I've done a whole article on that. It's called The Five Slamma Jamma Cats Pajama Prayer, but it was the only thing I knew to do because I had no answers. And I knew that in order for this to happen, even though I didn't know Christ, I didn't know God, I had no clue. I just knew I didn't have any answer. And this, everything I'd worked for for my whole life in the car business was crushing around me. And I knew I needed to hear from God. So I just got in my car and I started driving without telling anybody where I was going. I found a field outside of Greensboro, went and laid down in the field. And before I knew it, it was dark. And I was in bad trouble, Bob. <laughs> my wife didn't know where I was. Nobody knew where it was. I had fallen asleep in the field. I hadn't heard from God. I was in worse trouble. Next morning I wake up, I still don't have any answers. I've got to face my life at where it's at. Or I'm going to fix and to fail. And so I prayed again. And this time God showed up and he simply said to me, Robbie, when it's all said and done, it's not going to matter how many cars you sold or what your customer satisfaction index is. 
What's going to matter is how many people you really helped. So, if you could imagine, I never called it. This was on a Saturday morning because it was Friday night that the other had happened. Saturday, we never had sales meetings, but that particular Saturday, I'd heard from God, so I went to have this sales meeting. Now, I used language that was just unthinkable that I would ever use on the air back in those days because, again, I wasn't a Christian, and this was the way that we communicated car salesman to car salesman. And so if you'd have heard this sales meeting that morning, it would have been very colorfully illustrated in what I said, but essentially, I let them know that I had heard from God <laughs> which, you know, they had to think, what in the world? But I told them, I've heard from God, and here's what we're going to do. As of today, I don't want to hear one person tell me that they're going to go sell a car. I don't want to hear one person tell me that they want to make a big gross or that they want to slaughter somebody or all the words that we used to use are going away because I want you to sit there with that person in front of you, and all I want to know is if that was your mother in front of you, what would you do to help them? If they need a lower payment, figure out how to get their payment lower. If they need to get their credit straight, go do that. If you need to take them to the Nissan store to buy a Nissan, take them to the Nissan store. I don't care what you do. You figure out how to help that person that's sitting in front of you as if it was your best friend in the world, your mother. What would you do if this was your just your mission today to figure out how to help this person? They need a red one, and there's a red one on Mars, and are we going to shoot the moon? What are we going to do? And so <laughs> it was an amazing thing, no doubt, that essentially that message took. Now, not because of, I guess God gave me some sailing skills, whatever, but essentially it was his message and it resonated and I bet it resonates with you. And whatever it is that you do, what is it that you could do today that would really help Somebody. Now, that may be tough love like Bob says, or it may be regular love, but what does that exactly look like in your life? And again, we're going to play the name game. We're going to do that when we come back. We've got some gas-saving tips. we got all kinds of stuff for you. But I want you to call in 866-348-7884. Let us know what can you do that would truly help people and what it is that you do for a living. So much more. Christian Car Guys show coming up. I just had to play that part because I know y'all remember that song. It was really a Sinatra girl. <laughs> no, I forget the name of the group. Maybe somebody call in with it. 866-348-7884. Yes, we are going to play the name game on the Christian Car Guys show today. One of the, my new <laughs> 10 gas savers that, that may shock you. In fact, number 10 on my list is to name your car. Now you may ask, Robbie, what in the world? Well, the idea here is that in, in, in light of my story that I told this morning about when it's all said and done, it won't matter how many 
cars you sold or how many radio stations you're on. What's going to matter is how many people you really help. Or how many cars I crush. Really. Yeah, I know that. And so one of the ways that I think we can help people is by giving them information on how to save a lot of money. And you can save a ton of money in a lot of different ways by naming your car that I have illustrated many times on the show. But it all has to do with having fun and enjoying your experience of car ownership. And like Old Red has a name, you know, it just it, it, it makes it fun. It gives it more personality. And if I'm having fun and if I'm relaxed and I'm laughing, guess what? I don't road rage and I don't keep my foot on the accelerator pedal. And so... In an effort for number 10 to happen, we need you to call, and, and we're going to give you an example of how this works. You know, my wife just inherited this black Lincoln um, Blackwood, and we've not named it. Lincoln what? It's called a Lincoln Blackwood. It was a pickup truck that they made in 2002. I, I talked about it when I cleaned it up on a, a couple shows ago. There's a picture on it in that spring cleaning thing that, that shows, but it's a really interesting-looking truck because it's got black wood. I mean, a wood sides on it, like a woody, but the wood's black. And it's a, it's a Lincoln truck. It's a 2002. So what we do is we put this information into the car name generator, and then it comes up with a name. So the first color, the first question it asks is what color is your car, which in this case, we know Tammy's car is black. And what type of car is it? Well, we know it's a pickup truck. And how old is it? I'm going to do better this time with my math because last time it wasn't. So it's 2002 would be over 14 years old. So it's over 10. So yeah. <laughs> See how quick I got that Hey, you didn't even have to take your shoes off, brother. And then we have to decide, is your car a male or a female? Which, you know, since it's my wife's car, it's, it's more of a female, even though it's a truck. Right. It's got that, it's, it's. It's, it's got it's, that feminine quality. It does. It has air-conditioned seats. I, I'm go. not kidding. Air comes out of the seat. I, I've never felt anything like that. It's unusual. And then what personality is it? Adventurous, mischievous, macho, sensible, grumpy, playful, happy. I like that. Brainy, attention seeker. This This truck is an attention seeker. I'll tell you, you wouldn't believe all the people that, I mean, and it seems to like that. And so... Once I've put all that information in, then I simply put that into the computer and let it do its thing and listen to the, this is how the computer sounds for the car name generator. Here you go. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And it spits out a name just like that. And now my wife's car has an official name. We'll send her out a birth certificate. It named it Marilyn. <laughs> that seems quite fitting. Attention getting, yeah. Uh, black, yeah. yeah. Maryland. So it's Maryland the truck. Maryland. <clears throat> so if you want to play the name game and you want to name your vehicle, it help you get better gas mileage. I really believe it will. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And you can play the name game. We'll send you out a birth certificate for your vehicle. Always fun to do this. And, you know, we we it's just... It's one of those things. But we have nine more gas-saving secrets that we're going to sh share with you through the show. But I didn't want to follow up on my story because <clears throat> you're probably wondering what happened. Well, what happened? And again, I don't think it really matters how many cars we sold, but we did sell a lot of cars. In fact, we sold so many cars that we outsold the Honda store, which for Royce Reynolds was very embarrassing because you don't have a Dodge store outselling your Honda store, not in 1991 anyway. And so, 
they promoted me to the Honda store where I took that same message, going into that sales force and said exactly the same thing. You know, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to sell cars from now on. We're going to help people. And, and it was a message I took through the rest of my career in the automobile business, clear up to when I had my own store in Moxville, North Carolina for the last 10 years that I did that. And in each case, <clears throat> it was, I find it more than fascinating that you really feel like you've accomplished something, Bob, when you see that you've helped somebody and you know that it wasn't selling them a car. It was just trying to figure out how to help that person. But then isn't it more than fascinating that God called me to do the Christian car guy show so that I would end up helping lots and lots more people than I guess I could have helped as a car dealer all those years over the air. Uh, it's amazing. But how many times have you thought started out? I'm, I'm going to go help somebody today. I'm going to go help somebody. And you do something thinking that you're going <laughs> to go and help somebody. But in the end, you're the one that really receives something. I mean, when we go to the shelter sometime and uh, feed there, you know, I I get a little, yeah, I'm going to go help someone. And then I'm the one that receives the blessing, you know, but just it changes everything. The very worst days I have is when I'm too focused on Bob. And if I can find somebody else and uh, strive to make their day better, strive to truly help them, uh, it it always turns things so around for me and just it ends up being the biggest blessing in the world for me. And I'm thinking I'm going, I'm going to go bless somebody else. I'm going to help somebody else. And then I get to help inside you know, of myself, you know. And it happens all the time on the Jesus Labor Love Bomb where I'll get a request and when I see it come in, they almost are always overwhelming to me. You know, I've blown a head gasket or, you know, I see the request and I see the need of the, the single mom, the widow, the family in crisis, and I'm just blown away. To your point, I think, there ain't no way, Lord. And I begin to pray and I'm thinking I'm going to be, and then all of a sudden he comes through and he does something that just blows my mind. And I got to do be part of it. I was like, God, you could have got him that help any other way, but you let me be part of that. How cool is that? That's such a great point. We have Sue is in Gastonia, North Carolina. She's going to play the name game when we get back. We need to hear from you. 866-348-7884. Well, this is actually gas saving tip. <laughs> gas saving tip number seven on my 10 tips for 2016 is to maintain. And when you're maintaining your car, nipping it in the butt is a key, key thing, isn't it, Bob? Like, you know, if the check engine light comes on or you start to feel that skip in the engine, you got to nip it right in the butt. I heard a story yesterday. A girl, is, uh, she was putting more oil than she was spending more on oil for her car 
than she was for gas. And uh, it turned out that it was just an oil line when she finally broke, you know, surrendered and took it to the mechanic. And uh, it was a like a forty dollar fix, and here she had done spent way more than forty on oil dripping. You got to nip it right, right in the bud. But one of our tips is to name your car, and we have several folks lined up. I'm so grateful for that. Sue is in Gastonia, North Carolina. Sue, are you ready to play the name game? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> morning. Good morning. I'm so glad you called in. Well, first question is, what color is your car? White. White. Oh, I love white cars. You know, they never fade. <laughs> if you're, are you aware of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> and 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 the, and they don't show dirt quite as bad either. And they're cool. They're not hot like yeah. those black ones. So I, I, I like them. Is it a a van, a sports car, a hatchback? What you got? It is. It's a Honda Civic. Oh, that is okay. Four four door. So a sedan. Yeah. And uh, is it a male or female? You know, I don't. I don't know. I'm going to say. I'm going to say male. Okay. Well, maybe when we ask about his personality, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it macho or brainy or attention seeker? Sensible. It's it's comfortable. Sensible. Oh, sensible. Oh, you know, then it may be female. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> uh, you got a point there. I think we're going female here. We've, we've we changed our mind. All right. all right. We have all the information in the car name generator. Let it start generating. Wow. I have never had this happen in the history of the car name generator. It is... It is actually stuck. So, Bob, we're going to have to name this on our own. The car name generator <laughs> has broken. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, some reason, Luke came to mind. Luke? Luke. Luke. Oh, it's my old, that's my oldest son's name. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that, that's cool. All right. I'll call him Luke. We're going to have to write that one down. Luke. That is, yep. see, he's he's asking Jesus for help. That's how he, he. That's that's really Amen. cool, Bob. Yeah, I'm gonna while while I get ready for my next caller, I'm gonna have to reboot the computer <laughs> <laughs> and see if I can get my car name generator going again. But this uh, is better than the car name generator. Yep. That's outstanding. Thank you, Sue. God bless you. God bless you, and thank you, guys. Right, bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you, dear. All right, we got Gary is in Greenville, South Carolina. Now, Gary, we're hoping. <laughs> that I've got this fixed. <laughs> but, Gary, uh, to begin with, what color is your car? It, uh, You know, I call it brown, but the manufacturer calls it champagne. Oh. That's, that's you know, it, when we were selling cars, creating a name. Pewter. When you list them in the newspaper, you know, you always want to use the, the shot, you know, the fanciest name. So, I like the brown thing. It's more down to earth. So I, it's I, a brown. It's a brown truck. I, I'm feeling this is more masculine car. <laughs> it's definitely a male. And uh, it's a pickup truck. And it is. It, it's a four door small pickup. And how old is it? It's a 2002. Oh yeah, that's over ten. See, Bob, I'm starting to get this together now. Now, yeah, is it mischievous, macho, sensible, grumpy? Playful, happy, 
brainy? I think that this is a um, sensible really? vehicle. Yeah, a sensible brown vehicle. All right, we're <laughs> but it's it's kind of hungry. It uses a lot of gasoline. Hmm. All right, so we are now ready to put it in the generator and see if it works this time. <laughs> if not, Bob, you start praying for me because we may need some help. I'm so excited! Oh, the car name generator has spoken this time, Bob. It beats you to the punch. It has called your truck Bert. Bert. <laughs> I was thinking about calling it Chuck the Truck. Chuck but, the uh, Truck. I, I like Bert much better. Yeah, Bert. It must have to yeah, do with Bert the Brown Truck. Yeah, there you go. That's that's really good. And, you know, sometime I'd love to hear you talk about end of life for vehicles. And, you know, when a car's got 250,000 miles on it, it's time for a new timing belt or... Um, you know, and, and and some of the parts are not available anymore, and it's got lots of oil leaks, but it still drives, and handles, and and it's fun. Well, to drive. I, I, you know, nobody faces that like I do right now, Gary. I got to yeah. tell you. In fact, I was going to share this story this week anyway, so it's it's a perfect time. You know, Satan has got ways of coming at any and all of us, and this week you may be surprised he decided to come after the Christian car guy, and the way you would do that is to show him that he doesn't know anything about cars. <laughs> no surprise there. Not that you not that, that he came after you, not that you don't know anything. <laughs> you must know my wife. Anyway, uh so I I had decided old reds like that because you can't get a lot of parts for it. It's over 20 years old and I decided to put another engine in it and I'd done all that and and I told Bob that I I went to pick it up actually, and I was going to bring the engine back to him because I'd put this used engine in, so I wanted to give him back the core. Yeah. And I spent a pretty good amount of money getting Old Red back to where it was running again, and apparently the, the harmonic balancer is bad. We still don't have the final determination, or the new clutch is bad, or the flywheel or something, but it had a horrible vibration. And I was just so despondent about my truck, and I pull up into 109 to put my engine back, and the seat belt freezes, and literally, I can't get out of the truck. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm supposed to, I guess, have the seat belt cutter that, you know, they sell from, you know, Kmart for $1.99. I don't have a seat belt cutter. I got no way. I'm trying everything I can to get out of this seat belt. And fortunately, there's enough slack that I finally get it all the way out. I kind of slide under it, you know, hold it up and slide all the way. I'm having to lay on my back. If, you know, with the door Great open, sliding picture. out the picture. What a hilarious image. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, you know, I prayed a lot about this, and I really love my truck. And I, you know, they're going to fix it. And I'm going to really enjoy that, and I know I'm going to spend less money than if I'd bought a new truck. And I know that it, it may mean that I have to find another part here and there or whatever. But I really feel like this is, this is a good direction for me, and the, the kingdom can come to Old Red. And that's how I would feel if you like the vehicle that you have and you really, really like it. I think you'd be hard-pressed to make a financial, um, a financial case for trading up or getting another car. Yeah, well, the one I'm thinking of, we would just sell and we wouldn't get another car. Um, 
we just transfer it to somebody else who's maybe a Subaru nut. It's an old Subaru. No, there you go. All-wheel drive legacy, and maybe uh, our mechanic says, you know, if I was you, I'd pass it on to somebody else. <laughs> but, that's, I mean, it's, that's not a very loving thing to do, unless maybe they're just a Subaru nut, and they really want to restore an old car. But, and there's uh, some people some out point, there like that. There you go. At some point, I guess they become scrap, don't they? I mean, Well, what, Bob, what now, Bob can speak to that. Go ahead, Bob. I know what you're saying. I can, and uh, but you know it's a personal decision, and and there's no no real formula that works every time for everybody, you know. But uh, you know sometimes uh, you know that's where the cars come from. You know, some people decide a little quicker, and then uh, there's about you know when life is over for a vehicle. He calls them bobsleds, the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you. You've, you've helped thank me you, think Kurt. about it, and you've named Bert, and I also want you to think about when hurting helps. Oh. That's one last thing I'm going to leave you with. Sometimes, I mean, yes, when sir. helping hurts, I got that backwards. Uh, when helping hurts, sometimes, you know, uh, something's broken, and it causes somebody to need to come to a soup kitchen or whatever, and now relief is a wonderful thing. We always should provide relief, but relief should be short-term. Uh, very short. Yeah, and, I, I uh, heard this morning, Gary, along those lines, that there were two things that pierced the human heart. One is beauty, but the other one is pain. And, yeah. And there you go. So, Gary, thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's do the hard work. Let's do the hard work and fix what's broken instead of just constantly handing out there you and go. acting like we're better than somebody else because we've got it and they don't. There you go. Eight, God six, bless six, you. Oh, Keep oh, up thank the good you, work. Gary. 866-348-7884 if you want to play the name game or you got a comment we'd love to hear from you That is my number three tip on Robbie's top 10 gas savers this week is to just breathe, relax. If you leave a little bit earlier, give yourself more time and you, you won't have to be racing away from the stoplights and all that stuff. You will save gas and perhaps years of your life, Bob. I mean, it's one of those things. It's amazing that that's that uh, just breathe is the word of the day right now but this morning there were some things that didn't go just right right at the beginning of work and uh, and right before work and uh, I was a little bit wound up and uh, we pray every morning before we get started and and my prayer today was for God to calm me down and uh, get my head screwed back on in uh, in a professional manner and uh, to give me just a little breath and, and a little calmness this morning. I love that song, Just Breathe. We have Angela who's been waiting a long time to play the name game. Angela, I'm so glad you waited. Are you ready to play? Oh, yes, sir. I am very excited about this. What? What? To begin with, I guess, what color is your car? Uh, metallic 
green. I love a green car. Let's see. <laughs> I'm trying. There it is, green. I, the car name generator didn't find that one. It's all that easy. And so, what kind of car is it? It's a 2005 Ford Taurus. Oh, so that is the sedan, no doubt. And 2005, Bob, once again, I've done the math, and that's over 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I know everybody's shocked that I have this struggle, but I do. Uh, (laughs) And so is your car uh, male or female? It's a girl. It is. And is she mischievous? Is she sensible, grumpy, um, playful, happy, brainy? I'd say she's a happy car. Isn't it kind of fun to think of a happy green car, Bob? I am. There you go. All right, Bob. We have put all the information into the car name generator, and let's start generating. All right, we have you have a choice because Bob has has spoken here, as well as uh, the car name generator. I don't know that I don't like Bob names better. Bob came up with Iris. Iris. Now, Iris sounds like mm. a happy green car, except I'm thinking purple, Bob. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the car name generator came up with Betty. So mm. we're going to go with Betty because Iris oh, does yeah. tend to lead I, to purple. Yeah. I was just trying to uh, read the mind of the car genera- name generator. Oh, you were there. trying to guess. Yeah. What the car name. Yeah, Betty is, well, is what we've. Are, are you liking Iris better? Yes. I mean, okay, irises can be yellow, and yellow and blue make green. Oh, so oh, I see my happy Bob, you are once Iris. again. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go with Bob. Thank you, dear. Well, Thank we you. have named your car Iris. And we will send you out your birth certificate, which I spent a lot of time to create these. Very, very unusual birth certificates. I'm very excited for all our winners today to learn, to get these. And you still have time to call us and play 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUE. Thank you, Angela, so much. God bless you. Okay. i tell you what. What? In respect for the name generator, we'll use Betty as the middle name. How about that? Iris Betty. There we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Robbie. Uh, thank you. I'll have to write that down, Bob. Iris Betty. I liked it. A double namer. So we do need to get to the others on my list, uh, uh, you know, and, and get Bob's take on helping people here in a minute, too. But I do want to get to this list of the top 10 gas savers. Number one that is always on my list is to pray. And it's kind of like how Bob asked Jesus for help with a, one name for Luke. We can ask him into all these things. It's how I found out just helping people was a solution. It's just to simply let Jesus guide your life. You know, he, he was the, the staff that, that struck the rock. So there's this leadership quality that the Lord has that, you know, we're just kind of helpless. It's, he said himself, Bob, that we can't do anything without, you know, apart from me, you can do what? I got it. Nothing. <laughs> Exactly. Number two on my list, and of course always on my list, is don't speed. I estimate, and there's an article at ChristianCarGuy.com, Americans waste 203 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. 
And so speeding just costs a phenomenal amount of fuel. And if nobody was speeding out there, I assure you gas prices would not be rising. They would be choking on the gas that they would have to if we all just went the speed limit. And it saves lives. So that's pretty cool. Number three, as we talked about, is breathe. Number five is keep records and set yourself a goal. You know, once you know you're getting 23, well, man, what if I got 24? What if I got 25? When you keep records, that's what you can do. Travel light, which means that you don't keep a bunch of stuff in the car that's weighing you down when the manufacturers spend hours and hours and hours and hours to take out every ounce, and you're sitting there with a bag of cat food in the back for the last three weeks? That's 20 pounds? Really? I'm a little guilty there, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Number five is take the high road. Highways and parkways have less stop and go and usually will save you gas. We talked about number seven is maintain your car, you know, alignment, service lights, lower viscosity oil, all those things that lead to better fuel economy. Momentum is an issue. If you slow down way before you get to a stoplight, a lot of times you may not even have to stop. It could turn green while you're on your way if you just really approach, approach it slowly. And you save all that wear on your brake pads and rotors. And your nerves. Yeah, there you go. And then I always love this one. Keep your windows down in town. So when in town, keep them down over 50. It's not thrifty. <laughs> wow. That, that if you're in town, you keep your windows down. You're not running your air conditioning. It is save you money. But if you go over 50 miles an hour, the wind that it costs that you're not saving any money if you're going over 50. So over 50, it's not thrifty. When in town, keep them down, Bob. I like that. <laughs> and of course, number 10, who could ever forget that? name your car but bob you did want to speak to when it's all said and done helping people sometimes may mean a hard way it really does and and the best help i ever gave my son was the hardest thing i ever had to do his life had uh, become unmanageable and um he was just into some things that he really his life was spiraling out of control and um i had to you know, I tried to coax him along and and just love on him, and, and nothing was working for him. So I had to make a big decision, and it was the hardest decision, one of the hardest decisions of my life. But I had to take, you know, I had to strip him down. Um, I took his job away from him. He worked for me there at the yard. Um, I owned the house that he was in. I took his house away. I took his vehicle away. And, and I just had to let him see where uh, the life of drugs was going to carry him without his dad. You know, and I had to quit enabling him to use because it was just inevitable that he was going to spiral into nothing. And by taking the stuff away from him, he got inspired to get help. And he ended up at the rescue mission uh, at Alpha Acres where he was saved and baptized. And yes, he died six months later, but he, you know, was saved and he's in heaven now. And I have the peace of mind of knowing he is in heaven because we had to have the courage of the tough love. Yeah. And if Prince's people had loved him that way, maybe, you know, he would be in it. Well, hopefully he is in heaven. I don't know the answer to that one, but maybe he'd have gotten some help along the way as well. So there's all sorts of ways when it's all said and done. You know, it won't matter how many cars we sold or whatever it is that that you may have you concerning what's going to matter is how much we truly help people. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show.